Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to Supercoach Edge. Well, Liam, we've done a Morpheus from The Matrix and shown the good folk tuning in. How deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> when it comes to forwards, mids, rucks, and defenders. And we didn't need a blue pill or red pill to do it. In fact, the blue pill would probably do something else. But that's a different matter entirely. <laughs> yeah. Point is, Liam, we're at the end. We hit the end. We've done it. Well, we haven't hit the end yet. We're almost there. We're on the, no, we're really on the home straight. We're almost there. Yep. About to turn the corner. That's right, though. This is the final preseason analysis episode. We round things out by looking at the most notable rookies in defense. Kind of mm. sad about that. Really been enjoying these episodes. But yeah. in any case, before we kick off, you can find us littered across your social channels via YouTube. Simply search Supercoach Edge and please remember to subscribe or don't forget to subscribe. Just please subscribe, please, 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 to be notified of when our content does drop from week to week. Um, so you never miss an episode because why would you want to miss an episode? Yeah. On Twitter, you'll find us at, at Supercoach underscore Edge, David at, at DamoJ88, myself at, at Liam Evans underscore 95, and on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, search Supercoach Edge. And that's where we'll be. That is us. That's where we are. You'll see us there. Well, Liam, let's jump straight into it. As uh, we've, uh, well, I've just cracked a, a can of rookie juice and it's fizzing oh, up. Yes. It's fizzing over. Let's have a look. Let's have a Love taste. Ah. Buzz Cola, the taste you'll kill for. Available in the lobby. Do they really think cheapening the memory of our veterans will sell soda? I have to go to the lobby. Let's kick off with our first defender rookie option for today. And it is none other than Nick Cox, 234.7K. He is pick pickable. He is selectable mm. as a defender or a midfielder. He is priced in average of 46.7 and only has the one by the unicorn, as he is known by Don supporters due to his 
agility, considering his height and his versatility to play across multiple positions as a 200 plus centimeter player factors as a rookie this season at a price of just over 230k. He was hampered by injury in the last two seasons, playing just 11 games across 2022 and 2023 for averages of 45 and 46.7, which was a regression on his debut season where he averaged 56.8 and played 20 games off the top of my head. The key concern for Cox is, though, his position. Will he play across a wing or in the back line or will he get thrown around? And Will it be conducive conducive to scoring? While his versatility is obviously positive in a football sense, it's not as good for his super coach scoring. Um, he has managed some respectable scores in his debut season. He had some high scores, you know, from eighty one to ninety seven. So he does have the ability to ha- to score well. Um, mm-hmm. But equally, he's had low scores across his career of twenty nine and forty, and some of those will be sub sub scores, I assume, as well. The other risk is whether he is undoubtedly best 22 for the Dons. He's mm. been thrown around in match sim, playing as a defender and on the wing, and potentially I think could even be thrown into the ruck depending on matchups. Um, and I don't, I can't remember, I have to say in, in honesty, I can't remember if he's been playing predominantly on the A team or the B team. Mm. Um, so I can't comment on that or whether he's been thrown off, thrown between the two. I know he's been thrown position to position. So sometimes he plays in defense and when, players get moved around. He then moves into the, to the wing um, when there's a spot freed up. So that's one interesting thing. Um, the key issue for mine though, is I think he is a high, high risk for the vest mm. or not the vest anymore, but just as the sub. Um, I think just his versatility may see him play as a sub, like playing, like if, you know, a Ruckman goes down, I mean, I wouldn't want to play him as a Ruck, but he can offer that height to be able to play in the Ruck. Um, but he can play down back, he can play in the forward line. If he needs to play across a wing, he can play across a wing. I think that's the biggest concern I have for him, and that's going to hurt his scoring. And and at and this is now my 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 verdict. At 234k, yeah, he's a rookie or rookie priced, but I'm just not as interested. If he was mm. sort of priced 150k maybe or 180k, I might consider him, or I'd be more likely to consider him. But I think with his sub risk and just his volatility and scoring, just because he's thrown around so often, um, I don't think he's a great pick for us at this stage. Does have handy DPP, which is nice, but mm, mm. I think there's other better options at this stage at lower prices. Yep, I'll back you in here. Like just uncertainty with with role is a big thing as well. Like swung around everywhere. I remember when he first debuted and lanky, tall bloke, mm. um, did a couple of nice things, running along the wing, all that sort of stuff. But now it could be relegated to you know in the um in the in the kitchen, uh, needing to to reach something on the top shelf, exactly. two hundred plus centimeters, could could play that role. Who knows? But yeah. uh, not conducive to supercoach growing, of course. That, um, but no, I'm I'm not looking at him at all um, at this stage and at that inflated price point that you touched on. No, he doesn't appeal at mm. all. So let's move on to uh, another option who should be appealing to uh, a lot of people, and it is Zach Williams. He's priced at 216.1K. Of course, doesn't have a 2023 average because, uh, unfortunately, he is only just returning from a season out through uh, an ACL injury and uh, not a very, very nice injury at all, considering that he has had quite the number of injuries Mm. uh, that have plagued him across his career. Having never played a full season, believe it or not, he's played um, beyond the full allocation of when it was 22 um, 
home and away games in a season um, across finals and stuff, but he's, he's, he's missed spatterings of games there here and there. So um, not the most reliable. However, despite this, he has managed decent averages across the years with averages of 77.3, 84.7, and 85.4, 101.6, 93.9, and an 88.3 dating back to 2016. However, at his current price, if he can recapture the averages from years past that I just spoke of and go close to, say, a 90 in average, his price could push towards 300K in profit as a playing cash cow, which is just absolutely tantalizing. The extra bonus is he could become the side's designated kicker. And if we look back at 2022, he was leading Carlton's kick-ins up until he got injured in round nine. And that was ahead of Doherty, Saad, Newman, and McGovern, all of which should be in Carlton's best 22, provided they are all fit. And this does go some way to suggest that they rate this part of his game and he could once again step up to the plate for some easy super coach points with those kick-ins. Uh, Verdict-wise, I think it's just straightforward lock and load. Simples, as they say on uh, on comparesimecat.com.au. Uh, they'll say the exact same thing. Lock him in. Um, simples. Liam? Is he is he best 22? 100% best 22? 100%. Hands down best 22. Always has been. Always will be. Uh, quality player, great kicker. And I think that's part of the reason why they were using him as that kick and taker. Uh, mm. And when he went down, probably no surprise that the likes of Doherty, Saad, um, and Newman, and then McGovern to a lesser extent stepped up to the plate. But mm. I think even if he's not the designated kick and taker, I think he will be very much like, who did we speak of in the previous episode that was, uh, you know, I guess the second or third in chain. Um, yeah, Houston. Yeah. Houston. He's going to be uh, used for his uh, his quality kicking yeah. coming out of defense if he's not uh, that designated kicking taker. So no worry there at all. Cool. I agree. In my side, hasn't moved just because 216K. I mean, I'm just looking back at his previous previous prize, starting prices. Yeah. He started last season at 425K. Obviously, mm. you couldn't play him. Um, the season before, he was 461K. Played yeah. the nine games. Season before that, 458. And in 2020, he was at his highest price of 551.7K as a starting price. So you're getting him at 216K. And I think we always talk about him and go, oh, you shouldn't pick him because he will never play a full season. Doesn't matter. He's yep. priced at 216K. He makes you 150K, you get rid of him. That's yep. all you need him for. He's like, like any other cash cow, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This price is a cash cow. If he gets, oh, I would keep him. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to break down, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but you would keep him until at least then, because he's probably going to keep making you cash until then. Um, so he hits that 150K, you can probably keep holding him. Um, I think that's the interesting thing with him. I will be starting him. Yep. I think everyone should be. Simple. Yep. Simple, simple, simple. Simples indeed. Um, you know who's joining the Meerkats? Who? Koshi. Koshi's the the chief, I don't know, economic advisor or something. I don't know. Oh, I have seen his face on the side of a bus. Yeah, on the side of yeah. Yes. He's like joining the meerkats. <laughs> so much for focusing on Port Adelaide. Oh my lord. Is he trying to become the next Eddie Maguire and just do anything uh, but everything being a president? Incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. But um, anyway. yeah, Zach, Zachy Williams, lock him in. Um, unfortunately, yep. as, as a baggers man as well, it's it's uh, it hurts me to say that he probably will break down more than likely given history. 
But uh, apart from, I mean, compared to other cash cows, he's going to be a playing cash cow and one that will produce good scores provided he's fit. So that's a bonus. Of the list we've got here, I'm just having a quick look before I make this big call. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, of this list here that we're going to talk about today, he should mm. be number one picked. Yep, number one. No doubt, actually. Um, even more than like the lower price players, I think he's going to have more cash to make. Um, it'll just be about him not breaking down. Um, so hopefully, yeah. It's like a five. It reminds me of a five in a sense. You don't want to pick five thinking you're going to play him for the season. Yeah. Um, but it's okay now. Like that was my issue with, I think him, I can't remember when it was, was it two, three years ago when we were talking about whether you should play him or not, pick mm-hmm. him or not. And we were all talking, it was at that higher price and it was a case of, well, he's going to break down. At 216, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. it, it really doesn't matter. Um, you shouldn't factor in as a, as a, as a concept, I don't think, because he'll, he'll have the job security um, and the scoring potential and it's just going to be about him making cash. Spot on. But uh, let's move on to another defender option, and it is Massimo D'Ambrosio, 224.8K, 40.3 was his 2023 average, uh, and only has the one buy moving across to the Hawks. He uh, found himself there after a trade from the Dons, seeking further opportunities as he was restricted to just eight games in 2023, with five of those games being sub-affected. Despite having off-season knee surgery, the club is confident he'll be fit come the season opener if he is selected. Being a young side, there is a fair possibility he will be able to find himself in the Hawks' best 22 come round one, but nonetheless, it is still a wait and see. For me, one to watch at 224K, not super interested. Um, I don't think he's shown enough to be worth it. I think he'll be a good player. I think he'll be good for the Hawks. Uh, the, the the issue I think I see with him is a bit of a lack of defensive ability or defensive accountability. Um, yep. And that's why I think he isn't still at the Dons or he wasn't played as much during last season for the Dons. And I think that'll be his issue with potentially a Sam Mitchell side is he'll just need to make sure he's got that up up and running. Yep. Um, but yeah, if he plays not round one, consider him if there's a real glut of other options, but I don't think there will be. So I will be looking elsewhere personally. Yep. I am short and sweet and I am agreeing. Yeah. hundred yeah. uh, percent. Don't think we're really going to see, unless we see anything that blows us away. I think just unfortunately he is just scrolled in the list, uh, scroll past him, but we'll, 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 mm. we thought we'd mention him nonetheless. Uh, next yeah. up, we do have uh, a bit more of a juicier prospect in Josh Gipkus from mm. the Tigs and he's priced at 150.7 K and uh, doesn't have a 2023 average because he was out for the entire year. Uh, was held back uh, in his second season uh, of his career, of course, due to chronic hamstring injuries, which saw him miss the entire season and sought treatment from a specialist all the way over in Qatar. Mm. Uh, but all signs are looking promising for a return to footy for Gipkis. Um, but in his debut season, he was able to manage an average of 53.9 from 18 games playing in defense and should be considered best 22. So job security is no issue here. So he does unfortunately have the double buy. Yes. Um, but if he can reach that average once more in 2024 uh, that I just spoke of, of 53.9 or thereabouts, he will be able to make us 150K mm. hands down. No doubt about it. So in terms of verdict, another lock and load, I think, at this stage. Uh, just one of the guys that uh, I think a lot of people should have in their team. Not as sold. 
Um, because he's priced at one fifty, I think there's other guys with as good job security and potential scoring scoring potential um, who are at lower prices. So therefore, we'll need to average lower to get the same amount of cash. But I'm uh, is he in my side? I actually don't know. He might be. Probably will be now that uh, Chapman's out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. I just, yeah, I'm not as strong on him as lock and load, but I don't see any issue with the pick. I think it's a good pick. In 48% of teams at the moment. Should be. I don't don't, don't yeah. disagree. Moving on to the next guy on the list, and it is Nick Cotfield, 123.9K, defender eligible, and he has no 2023 average because uh, he did find himself uh, written off for the second year in a row due to injury. Uh, so he does find himself in new surrounds, and sometimes that's what a player needs. Not having played those since 2021, we'd normally not think twice about such a player, but at a rookie price for someone who is going into their seventh year in the system, it's hard to say no. Real mature body at 123.9K. It's what you want. Yeah. Also has shown us, you know, good averages in the past of 63.2 and 79.4 in his two most recent seasons. He presents as a very viable cash cow with the ability to generate the magic 150K. We seek from rookies. You could probably get even more from him as well. In terms of verdict, one to watch. I assume like the Bulldogs... Traded for him, didn't they? Or did he? Yeah, it's a trade. Yeah, traded for him. Yeah, yeah. So you'd expect that they they see him in some sort of role. Just want to make sure he is lining up in their best twenty-two before you pull the trigger. One hundred percent. He is in my side at the very least as a placeholder, but I think he'll he'll be one to one to consider. If he's named yeah. for round one, if he's named, he should be in your side. Yep, one hundred percent. And yeah, it's very rare that you get uh, an opportunity to select. You know, a player that's going to be seventh season uh, at one twenty three point nine k. Obviously, there's a reason for it, as you spoke of, with regards to um, uh, his injury issues. But uh, very much similar to Zach Williams, all he needs to do is last, um, you know, a couple of months, and he'll be able to make us some nice cash. So, Liam, let us move on to the next player. I've reserved uh, one of the players that was coming up. Um, to a little bit later because I want you to talk about him because he's one of your own. Uh, but first up, we have Marty Hoare at 123.9K and um, does unfortunately have the double buy considering the D's yes. play in round zero. Now, with Marty Hoare, he might sound like a familiar name and that's because he was on Melbourne's list back in 2019 and he proved to be a rookie dynamo averaging 70.6 from 14 games. And this featured a run of scores from rounds 4 to 12 of 86, 96, 86, 88, 89, 75, 116 and 94. And during this time, his price skyrocketed from his starting price then of 117.3K to 418K. But unfortunately, after that injury hit, and he did finish the season with a couple of down games with scores of 33 and 40. And I still think he was quite stiff, but he ended up getting the chop from the Ds. But of mm. course, now finds his way back on their list. As to whether he can get a crack in round zero or whether he sits as pure depth remains to be seen and is something to track across the course of the preseason. In terms of verdict, uh, he's in my side at the moment purely probably just as a placeholder, knowing what he is capable of when previously uh, at, you know, AFL level at his starting price, but unsure, of course, if he is best 22. So is one to watch, um, but he's in there at present. Liam? Nothing to add, really. I think you nailed yep. it. Um, he's in my side as well, if nothing else is a placeholder. 
He's named round one and the job security looks good. I will be playing him because I think scoring potential is definitely there with him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, moving on to that, that player you did mention is from mm. my mob. It is Zachary. I don't know if his name is Zachary. I just made that up. Zach yeah, Reed, 123 players, whatever I like, I guess. <laughs> Make up these players' names. <laughs> Call him Dick. Dick Reed. Zach. Well, uh, Zach's, Zach's going to be short for Zachary. Surely it's Zachary. Short. Not Zachariah. Surely not. Yeah. Well, is is your name Liam uh, short for Liam Mariah? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know where. Uh, Liam Mariah. You'll find it yeah, like... on the weekend when, when I have to say my full name, my full legal name. <laughs> it's like Mariah Carey, Liam Mariah. <laughs> Liam Ryan oh. Carey. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Zach Reed rise to 123.9K. Uh, he did not play in 2023, so doesn't have an average for 2023 and has the only one buy playing for the Dons. So comes in at a rookie price despite being in the system for three years so far and having played just eight games. Injury has really hampered his early career at the Dons. Though this preseason, he does, this preseason, he does seem to be fit and firing, ready to take on a key defensive post at the Dons. Staying at over 200 centimetres, he'll be playing as a key position defender, though. With the acquisition of Mackay, you would expect that he does play on the second tall as opposed to the first tall or the first key forward. Will be a bit of a slow burning cash gen in that role, obviously. But at 123.9k, I think we can plant him firmly on our benches and watch that cash slowly build. Mm. Um, I think, yeah. Does he have the job security though? I mean, by all reports from Don's training and intra club matches, he has been picked in the first side most weeks and appears to be likely to be playing round one. And I have to say, he's looked pretty good, um, though, could have some competition with Baldwin. Um, also having a strong preseason, um, but mostly play, but Baldwin having mostly played in the second, I guess, team. Um, so I do think that uh, I think I think Reed plays round one, unless injured um, or something like that. I think he'll have some competition for his spot, but I don't think yep. it'll be a strong competition. I think Baldwin. While I do like Baldwin, I think they're slightly different players, so I think he's less likely to get. Um, his role taken away from him. And I think they want to persist with Reed as the future of Essendon's backline and get him some time. So in terms of verdict, uh, he's not currently in my side. He has been in my side, mm-hmm. but um, could come back in. 
I've got a lot of placeholders at 123.9K in my defense. Yeah, I was going to say, who have you got in your team? If you haven't got Gibgis and Reed and well, your uh, Caulfield. I've got, so who is my, my, this is my back one. I'll read it out. I don't care. It hasn't changed yet. So Ooh. Dacos, Stewart, Young, Chapman, obviously will change. Yep. Uh, Williams. Gibkis was in my side. I think I might've changed him to Chapman. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Williams, because I found some cash. Williams, uh, Hoare is my F, uh, sorry, is my D6. And then on the bench, I've got McDonald at, Oscar McDonald at 123K as a placeholder and Caulfield at 123.9K as well. So Reed probably becomes McDonald at this stage, or I find, and probably Chapman goes down to a Gibkiss, freeing up 100K, which would be nice to use somewhere else. Um, yeah, I've, I've actually got uh, your man, uh, Zachy Reed, or Zachariah. Reed in my team, as, as we'll call him. Uh, he is on the bench at the moment. So um, yeah. would you say with the departure of uh, BZT, bzzzed, um, mm. Zerk Thatcher, is he kind of coming in to fill that spot in a sense? Um, I think that – I think long-term he'll be – they want him to be the, the, the key defender. Yeah. Okay. Um, so to play the Mackay role, I guess, build up some muscle, and he's just like that lanky. He's got that. He's got the lankiness. He's got the the Dustin Fletcher about him in a sense. Um, just able to get his arms everywhere. I think that's what long term the role will be. I think realistically, yeah, he probably was the BZT. BZT should have been the second tall as opposed to the the key defender. So I don't think he. I'm trying to think in terms of real competition. I mean, Baldwin's a bit shorter. Probably doesn't have the height, so probably doesn't play that role. Lewis Hayes, who was last year picked up not in the most recent draft, the draft before, he's a bit more of a prospect. He, oh my god, he is like a spitting image of Dustin Fletcher, um, redhead and everything. He's probably the yeah. main competition, and I don't think he'll. I don't think there's competition there though. At this stage, I think Reed will get strong job security, just purely basically wanting him to play that role and get comfortable at AFL level. Yeah, gotcha. Well, uh, hopefully he can um, play in round one and give us mm. a nice little cash cow option. Uh, but let's round it out with uh, our last discussion uh, point on Toby Pink. And he is priced at 123.9K. And uh, obviously doesn't have a 2023 average because uh, didn't play at AFL level. In fact, uh, it's been four years since he was actually delisted by the Swans. And Pink now finds himself as a Roo after being picked up in the delisted free agency window to strengthen their defensive key position stocks in light mm. of Ben Mackay departing for the Dons. And as we always highlight with lockdown key tools, as we just did um, with Reed, their ability to put up a consistent score is a shortfall. Unless Pink somehow is groomed as a loose intercept player, he won't be anything more than a very, very slow burn cash cow. Uh, besides his scoring potential, I must say his job security isn't guaranteed despite being a bit more of a mature age type uh, recruit. Verdict? So uh, probably goes without saying, one to watch. And if we're struggling for options, he may be viable, but without solid scoring potential or job security, he is a pass at this stage. Mm. I don't mind him. Just purely as like really plant him on the sidelines, mm. uh, on the bench and just ride the cash that's going to be Chesser level over <laughs> 14 rounds or something. And then he finally makes 150K. Um <laughs> No, I think 
again, if you're going to pick, like, it's like a Gibkiss has shown that he can score well. I mean, Pink's going to get lots of supply in the sense that he's playing in defense for North, for North um, yeah. which will help him immensely um, in terms of just the ball being down there. But of those guys, I think he's the lowest option, but the last option I'd probably want to go with. I think there's more upside with the others. There's more job security with Gibkiss. There's more mm. job security with Reed. Hawes got scoring potential, job security questionable. And I'd say Nick Caulfield's a bit of a hard one. I think he's got scoring potential. Job security is a question mark at this stage. Mm. Um, but the I think role, that all, yeah. yeah, just the role. Like, does he, is he 100% best 22? Does he yeah. play round one? Um, but yes, I think so. Um, and Toby Pink, I think, yeah, just has too many question marks over him. But I don't mind it if you really need someone. Yeah, at a pinch, yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, Liam, before we sign off this episode, I just want to make mention to those tuning in that it is your big wedding day tomorrow mm. as we uh, as this goes to air. It's funny saying it tomorrow because oh, yes. must yes. mention that we're actually recording this much further in advance as Supercoach preseason prep takes a backseat to wedding prep um, and didn't really want to, want to run the risk of you being divorced prior to getting <laughs> married, if that were at all possible. Um, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> in recent days. <laughs> In recent days, I've seen, I think I've, I've pushed it. Well, Liam, just remember, if that does come to pass, you have... Oh, yes, I've got the mistress. Waiting. It's all right. You've got the mistress waiting. I think I pushed it the other day when I made the joke that in my wedding speech, I was going to say, oh, this is practice for my second wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Oh. That, that's good. That's good gags. I would be laughing. I'd be one of the few people laughing hysterically. Yeah, I don't know. I told that um, to a few people and no one, no one, no, no one was on board with the joke. Surprisingly. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good gag. That's good humor. <laughs> that's you're a gags man. And especially after... people that are gag people and love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What were we going <laughs> to say? Especially after what? No, especially after, I don't know, just other things I've been saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, oh, you, I'm you, pushing only, you can push it only so far, but yeah, um, yeah no, it's going to be um, an absolute no, ripper. It will be fun. And uh, I'll, I will be watching with bated breath that. Uh, oh, that ring slip, is. That she, sorry, she would slip this. Imagine if you put this in her finger and oh. she'd be like, look, I'd love to see it just in terms of her reaction. Like, you'd be like, okay, yep, um, best man, yep, uh, rings. And you just like hide <laughs> it. And then she's like, you're holding your, hold it, because obviously I've done it before. Um, and uh, you're like, hold the ring. And then, yep, uh, you may uh, put the ring on. And then she's like looking down and you see. You see she's sliding onto a slender finger. <laughs> and she's like, oh, this is lovely. What are you yeah, talking about? Is... She'd be very pleased, I reckon. Yeah, she would be over the moon. She, <laughs> she would have, like, the wedding ring that you chose, she would have been like, nah, where's the nearest toilet? Flush it down the toilet. Yeah, no, because right, this, I've got this. Better. I've got this. <laughs> Jeez, this is going to weigh her down as well because it's got some weight. Um, but, nah, jokes aside, Liam, I just, you know, wanted to wish you all the best for tomorrow and Jacqueline, uh, your beautiful fiancé and wife-to-be. Mm. Uh, on behalf of our collective viewers and listeners, uh, we just want to say congratulations. No, thank um, you. And as a, as a married man, uh, lap it up because the day does flash past very, very quick. Um, and, uh, yeah, it felt like I blinked a couple of times and the day was over. Um, mm. And, yeah, you're just going around, just schmoozing, mingling, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. But that uh, is a day of, uh, of fun, despite the uh, the nerves leading into, uh, I guess, the ceremony. But once the ceremony is done, 
and yet this this ring is on the finger. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to worry. It's literally just party central. So um, lap it up, enjoy. And I can't wait to officially call you my brother-in-law when yes, we record our exactly. next episode. That so, will be um, plenty of fun. Plenty of fun yep. to come. Looking forward to it. Well, you see, marriage is a lot like an orange. First, you have the skin, then the sweet, sweet innards. I have to say, when you said tomorrow, I did have a slight panic. <laughs> despite the fact that I do know that it is about five, what, five, six days away now, I was like, oh, oh no, what am I doing? Whoops. I'm not meant to be here. <laughs> tomorrow, what's the time? We've <laughs> still got so much to do. <laughs> Uh, whoops. You've got to oh, write the speech. Cool. <laughs> it looks like you're pulling an all-nighter. <laughs> oh. It would have come in handy anyway because, take it from me, I didn't sleep at all. Like, I'm I'm one of the best sleepers mm. um, of all time and can sleep within at least, you know, if you heard of the military uh, sleeping method, apparently, yeah, yeah. like, it's like the visualization and all that and, and stuff, your breathing yeah. and, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And it's good. You fall asleep within two minutes. I'm like that. But this, like, the night leading into the wedding, I literally could not sleep. It was insane. It was like I was in death row, mm. which some people might might say <laughs> is probably equivalent to getting married. <laughs> Better not say that too loud. Um, the, ring, the ring is back on the finger, by the way, if she's about to walk yeah, in. Or okay. burst, sorry, bursting, not walking. Um, but yeah, no, nah, nah, it would have helped you now because there's, there's no sleep. But if you sleep, Lap up the sleep because I was absolutely cooked. I reckon I'm By just gonna... the end of the night, I was I was just running on adrenaline from start yeah. to finish. I reckon I'm just gonna like, I don't know, just go for like a twenty kilometer walk during the day just to like I don't know tire me out or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not a great idea. But... <laughs> that still might happen, and you still might not. Yeah, I'm still just sitting there staring at the ceiling. Oh. Yeah, because I was I was absolutely cooked leading into yeah, yeah. actually because I had my best man around and we were like playing FIFA and I remember Ash was like, "Do not spend the night playing FIFA like until the early hours of the morning." It was like midnight. It was fine, and I'm like, I was pretty tired. I was yawning, like, "Yep, yeah, whatever, no worries." And uh, went to went to sleep and uh, went to bed hoping to go to sleep. Didn't happen. Yeah, is what it is. Mm. But um, yes. all the very best, Liam, for that. No, thank and, you. And uh, look forward to celebrating with yourself and Jacqueline. But that does, of course, for this episode, round us out for not only this episode, but also our entire line-by-line analysis across the preseason as we now turn our attention to the unofficial match sims and official preseason games over the next couple of weeks. Yes, but before that, we will obviously be releasing our Frequently Asked Players episode where we touch upon the players we may have missed in our line-by-line analysis that uh, you may have asked for um, some to provide us some extra insight on. Or maybe it's a pod that, you know, mm. yeah. we... We haven't touched on because they are a pod, and you you think you found some uh, some gold there, and we'll enjoy looking at that. Yep, exactly right, and um, it's all happening. It's all happening, Liam, because your wedding is tomorrow. Wink, wink. Uh, once this goes to air, not as Panic we record this. again. <laughs> the adrenaline is going through the roof. So this oh, is what's no. going to make help you help you go to sleep a bit easier. <laughs> not that you need to go to sleep tonight early because your wedding's tomorrow. It's it's this coming Saturday. 
But as people are listening to this and tuning in and watching us, yes. it's tomorrow. Just just imagine I'm not asleep if you're watching this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just imagine Liam's laying there looking at the ceiling. But yeah. uh, as we come out of your wedding, uh, we will be rounding into the unofficial preseason games. Um, yes. And then the week after is the official AFL preseason. And the week after that, it's the official season. Kicks off, Liam. And I'll be there front row. Actually, not front row, but I'll be there watching Carlton hopefully dismantle Brisbane, which is funny mm. to say, considering the game will be at the Gabba. But looking forward to the weeks. So literally yours is like the bookend to the start of uh, the yes. next month that is going to be action-packed. So Liam, It will be action-packed. I'm I'm looking forward to this and starting kicking things off with your wedding, as you mm, will be, no doubt. Be good. Will be good. And uh, I think, you know what? Might even throw a mm. couple of team reveals in there. Oh, exactly right. Yep. Yeah, well, I haven't I've done, done one yet. You haven't done one. I haven't one. done one yet. Yes. Uh, and uh, I mean, I kind of have revealed it today. <laughs> At least Defenders. <laughs> yes. was a sneak peek. Yeah, a sneak but, peek uh, for Defenders Week. Yep. We'll uh, we'll get out the whole team. It might might change a little bit before then, yeah. but uh, we'll we'll do it. Well, this will be more accurate. That's what I'll do. To... That's what I'll do when I'm awake at four o'clock in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, so tonight, yes. Wait, I, I'm very confused. Yeah, it's um, like time machine. I'll just be it's... looking at my super coach side. That's what I'll be doing. Using you the know time what? productively. You know what's going to happen? When you're at the altar, Jacqueline's going to see how tired you are, the bags under your eyes, and she's going to be like, you spent the night with the mistress, haven't you? And you're going to be like, who? She's going to be like, the mistress that is super coach. And then she's going to look down and see that you're wearing that ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, I got married to the other mistress before we're about to get married. Oh. <laughs> Absolute classic. But yeah, exactly. with my team, my team is completely, I reckon changed at least three quarters of the team, two thirds of the mm. team, completely different. Uh, but it's good. This is this is why it's good to have these analysis episodes because we've, we've chatted through things. It changes your view. Yeah. And it changes your view and it makes you reconsider things that uh, you may not have thought of in mm. the first place. So even even us, Liam, as hosts of this um, of this humble podcast, are still learning and we're changing and adapting off the back of our mm. research. So it, it helps, and things change helps us well. help you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we see other things that have come out. Like Nick Martin was not someone that I was considering. He's in my side mm. now. Yes. Um. Or like a Chapman gets injured, throws, you know, someone like I bring a Gibkiss in. Now I've got a hundred k extra. I've got fifty, hundred fifty k in the bank now. Like, what can mm. I do with that? Can I move? I don't know. Can I move in a someone else? McRae gets injured, throws another yep. spanner in the works. Yes, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting. It is interesting. And tactically as well. Like I only really touched on. We have touched on it with regards to the. The Giants players, mm. um, you know, the Tom Green, Sammy Walsh move and all that. But I've come up with something new. Ooh. Liam, which I'll reveal right now. I was going to keep it. There's a bit of a treat for those people tuning was, in until the end. <laughs> that was genuine shock when you said I'll reveal it now. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say I'll reveal it in the next episode. Yeah, I'm no Eddie Maguire hosting bloody hot seat or, <laughs> you know, he wants to be a millionaire where he's like, we will reveal that after the break. And everyone's, no, so I'm not going to be like that. I just thought I'd throw the twist in there. See, you didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. But the twist is, and I'll speak about it in a bit more depth, about that man that you just spoke of, Nick Martin. Mm. I've gone back to bringing Tom Green into my team. I'm going to start with Sammy Walsh, but I'm going to be trading out Tom Green oh. to Nick Martin. Use the first couple of 
weeks like to see how Nick Martin travels. Yeah. And then assess from there. Mm. I rate it. A bit different from those people that are thinking of trading Tom Grant to Walsh. I wasn't going to do yes. it. I backtracked. And I was like, no, I want to start with Walshy. And I was like, there's another player that I'm not overly confident on. And I still need yeah. to see a little bit more of a, I guess, sample size on. And that man is Nick Martin. So. Mm. No, I rate that. I do rate that as a move. A little bit of a, One... a diamond move. A diamond mm. in the rough move. It is. I think so. Yes. But, um. Liam, in the meantime, for those people that um, want to reach out to us, if we may have, I guess, overlooked a player uh, in the defensive rookie um, yes. side of things, feel free to reach out to us. Comment section down below if you're watching us on YouTube. You know the drill by now. If you're listening to us via audio podcast, you can reach out to us via our socials, which, Liam, are? On Twitter, at supercoach underscore edge. Damon at, at DamoJ88, myself at, at Liam Evans underscore 95. <laughs> Who? <laughs> that should mean me, myself? Yes, myself. Myself, Liam Evans underscore 95. Or is that you, David? I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. Are you, are you Liam? Mm. <laughs> Sorry, are you Li- Liam Mariah? <laughs> I don't want Mariah Carey. It's your, it's your middle name, Carey. <laughs> I don't know. You'll find out at the wedding. You'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yes, tomorrow. Stop. You're not going to end up rocking up I'm to your wedding. So and you're going to end up rocking up there tomorrow thinking that, no, actually, sorry, tomorrow as I'll we record turning, this. I'm going to end up turning up the wrong day. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, you can reach out to us at Supercoach Edge. Just search that and, yeah, we'll be there. Yep, we will be there. And I will be at the wedding, Liam, wherever it, wherever it may be, I, whenever apparently. it may be. <laughs> and he's on the 17th of Feb for those people tuning in, which is tomorrow as they listen to this, as they watch this. So, Liam, I, I put this this uh, ring on this finger uh, to wed myself to the mistress that is, sorry, I should whisper, to the mistress that is supercoach <laughs> in case the wife is listening. But see the other wedding rings there, so it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. It's fine. That's fine. Um, but Liam, all the very best yet again. Looking forward to celebrating with yourself and Jacqueline. And mm, we'll see everyone you. that's tuning in uh, on our next episode, which yes. is once you get to Hitched. So all the very best, Liam. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. And, see uh, you guys. Catch you oh, then. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 